to, to God's stuff. Wonder, Christiana, what happened when you take God's goods and do that? Fast forward 15 years. They cracked out alcohol. They had to do a reality show to get sober. Voices jacked up. And so the, the main guy, I think it's KC. I think, I think the, 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 the skinny one is KC, right? Is that the one? Yeah. So he told it. He told it. He said, man, he said, we was doing stuff we never should have been doing with God's goods. He said, y'all, you know, we was from the church. He said, I was good with, with staying and come talk to me and, and forever my lady. But, 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 but then on the next album, the Devontae, who was the devil, Devontae told me, said, no, man, you're going to record this song, Freak Me. He said, man, I'm, I'm a preacher, son. I can't, I can't sing Freak Me. He said, yeah, you're going to sing it. He said, I'll tell you what, go back home and come back, and you're going to sing it. You're going to sing it. I bet you'll sing it tomorrow. So he went back to the studio the next day. He said, man, he said, man, what you think? He said, man, I don't think I'm singing this song. He said, man, I just tell you what, you're going to sing it. He said, go in the booth. KC said it was 12 women that were nude in that booth. And he sung that song. He lived to regret it. And even in the interview, he was saying, man, we left our roof. We left what we knew. We left what God got. I mean, all that fame, all that money, but he, he regretted it. He, they, 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 they ended up at the bottom of the totem pole because they had misused God's stuff. Wonder what Whitney Houston would say right now. Wonder what DMS would say right now. In a coma. Yeah. Come out of the church. Y'all, these people wonder what happens when you use God's stuff and don't do, don't do anything for him. Y'all, you don't get to bless. And you may feel like you're blessed at the moment. Man, I'm, I'm getting paid $40 an hour doing this. Yeah, you may feel like you're getting blessed at the moment, but y'all, eventually, God, payday is coming. Settle up time is coming, man. What did you do with what I gave you? Did you build something for the enemy? Those were my goods. Why don't you get some goods from him? Hello? But don't build it with my stuff. Somebody say amen. So I want to know, do you have faith for your assignment tonight? The Bible says you are his servant. And my heart goes out to all those guys, R. Kelly, all them guys. I mean, all of them got, can you imagine had the church reclaim and claim all the talent that came out of the church, all of the money? Can, can you imagine where the church would be right now, financially, where we would be right now? I'm not talking about a local church. I'm talking about the church at large. What kind of respect would we have when the world would have to keep coming to us to see what excellence sounds like? Somebody say Amen. What if Aretha had stayed in the church? What if Whitney had stayed in the church? Come on, somebody. What if Bernie Mac, who, who grew up above a church, who, when he talked, he sounded like a preacher. They made him play a preacher in a couple of movies that he was in. What if he'd have stayed in the church? You know what Bernie Mac would say? He said, I, 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 won't, I won't make jokes about God. 
He said, he said I'll make jokes about God. Because he had a reverence for God. But he used God's goods for the world. What, what if we could have kept and, and, and harnessed the money that came from all of the talent that came from the church? You know what John Legend used to sit in the church? Right there. <laughs> he got a little like that. You know what D'Angelo used to sit in the church? Right there. You know what Charlie Wilson used to sit in the church? Right there. Him and his brother Gap Band. Yeah. They, 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 they pastor, they, their father was the pastor. Wonder what? Wonder what? And y'all, we just talking about singing. We just talking about singing. We just talking about singing. What? 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 One of Denzel would have kept and harnessed it. He always trying to preach to somebody. Look, look him up on YouTube. Always preaching. What? What if we could have had him on Pure Flicks? The movies wouldn't be so bad. Y'all love Pure Flicks, man. But sometimes I'm like, man, can y'all put on some secular, some ungodly, some Avengers, some with some technology, some with other privileged movies look like somebody took two iPhone phones, man. Not even the latest iPhone. Two iPhone phones and made a movie. I love privilege. But y'all, we gotta do better. And we can do better. Had the people. Who God gave the goods. Stayed in the church. I wonder what payday is for them. I'm not judging them. But we see it don't. We see it don't pay off. It don't pay off. It don't pay off. And, and, and they kept talking. But man, you could have had any girls you wanted. Talking about Casey and Joseph. You could have, man, they were so low. They was like, man, but y'all don't understand, man. Y'all don't understand. It took us too far. We went too far. We went too far. We was doing stuff. Y'all, no, man. No, we went too far. But man, tell us about the girl. It was like, man, oh, bro. It was wrong. When you come up learning the word around the third, can you be out there without a country? Could you go? You could have went out there, but could you do it without a country? Could you do it without feeling bad? No. Christians battling with depression. Christians battling with suicide. Christians battling with hopelessness. Do you know the number one reason is because Christians aren't doing what God called them? Number one, remember he called you. Number two, do you feel like you called them? See, he picked you out. Wonder why you let Devontae, Casey, and Jojo be up in the churches. He picked them out. He gave them the talent to spread the gospel. <laughs> And he took it and put it in a secular song. Tomorrow might be too late. Where do you think they got that from? You sing to a girl talking about tomorrow might be too late? No, that comes from an evangelistic song. From a commission song. I'm going to let that sit for me. 
He called. He invited you. You came. But why did you come? For the benefit. A lot of people in this room, you didn't come to Christ until you hit rock bottom. He got you out of something. Got you into the blessing. You come to church like this. We teach about prosperity, blessing, all that stuff. Pulled you out, right? Was sick or had a disease. God healed you or was barren, could have babies. God healed you. All of that stuff that God does. But at the end of the day, it's his goods for his purpose. Somebody say amen. Somebody say I'm called. Somebody say I'm his servant. Somebody say he delivered unto me his goods. Say I got his goods. I got to do right by his goods. What am I doing with his goods? I want to know what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Have he benefited any from his good? From you? Because payday is coming. So how did he give to each of us? Here's the next thing. It says this. He gave unto each one of us his goods according to his several Right? And that comes from dynamics. We have different levels of power. That word means power, strength, ability, inherent power, resi power residing in a thing by virtue of its nature. Anytime you can get something done, you've got the power to do that, right? The power is the authority and the ability to do something, right? Power to, for, for performing miracles. That which a person or thing exerts or puts forth, moral power, excellence of soul. There are different levels of excellence in this room. Some of you can work with your hands very well, right? Very detailed things. Uh, my daughter draws very detailed, right? Some of you guys write. Detail, right, or play an instrument uh, with excellence, right? The power of an influence which belongs to riches and wealth. Do you know that God has already planned the amount of money that you can have and control and handle? Some people, he has billions of dollars planned for them because they can handle that. Some Hundreds of millions, some tens, tens of millions. All right? I, I believe everybody got at least a couple of million that he wants to give you so that you can handle, right? According to your several ability. Everybody doesn't have management power to manage a whole lot. That's why he gave some five, some two, some one. Everybody does degrees of things that you can manage. Some of you guys, you had 10 cars, man, what, could, what would you do with them? You didn't know what to do with 10 cars. But there are other people that can manage that. You had 10 properties. Give you headaches, right? Drive you crazy, right? But some people can't. So it's according to your several ability, and your ability has to do with your divine assignment and your divine purpose. Somebody say amen. The apostle John 
didn't need the same ability that Moses had. Elijah didn't need the same ability that David had. David didn't have the same capacity to build as Solomon would have. Well, Solomon built the temple. David wanted to, but God didn't let him. Hello? So everybody has different abilities, but everybody has been given something comparable to their ability. You won't put more on you than you can bear. No, that's not the scripture. But he won't give you more than you can handle. He won't give you more than you can manage. To much, to whom much is given, much is required. Now, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm one of them five guys, man. I'm five, five guys. <laughs> I'm one of them five guys. I mean, y'all, my ideas and projects, they don't stop. I, 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 there's no bottom. Some of y'all work with me know that. Like, Pastor, can you please just slow down? I, I don't have a bottom. I can do a lot of stuff. I can write music. I can write books. I can teach you. I can do marriage retreat. Come on. I can raise up churches. Hello? We can do a lot of stuff. We can do fixed tape, audio dramas. <laughs> we do it all, man. Yeah. But, but to mu- who much is given, much is required. Right? So, man, like now, I'm on this discipline, like, man, I got I to gotta write books. I got to write a book uh, uh, every two months. You know, I'm trying to get there. You know, and trying to get that discipline because there's so much in us that we got to do and get out. Do you feel that? Or is it just me? I'm the only person who feels like that? Huh? I, w- I want you to think about it. Can you take a piece of paper and fill up what God wants you to do? You might not be that five talent guy or girl. But no that you have some. Commiserate with your assignment. Hello? That's why I don't get jealous. Don't look over your shoulder nobody else. Hello? You don't need to because there's enough for you. Somebody say amen. I tell husbands all the time, brother, you don't need no side chick, bro. Just if you can handle the one God gave you, she is enough. Lord have mercy. Somebody say amen. You don't need nobody else. <laughs> Looking at something else. Want something else. No, nah, bro. Handle what you got. <laughs> Holler if you hear me. Amen. <laughs> All right. So, you're his servant. Y'all, thank y'all for praying. I feel so much better. You're his servant. He called you. Like y'all, he picked you for his project. I want you to understand that. Not like, oh, Natalie left? Okay. Let's see if she can use that. No, no, no. No. Y'all remember, they don't do this as much, but I remember growing up, people was picking you for teams. Like, bro, I can kick the ball. Kick ball? Nah. Mm. <laughs> Basketball? Nah, nah. They knew not to pick me. I was the last, I was the one like, man. Only one more. Bro, why you pick Johnny, man? You know I want him. Come on, Randy. <laughs> no, no, no. 
handpicked. He handpicked you for his project. What does it say, Jeremiah 1 and 5? Before I, I, right? What else does it say? I don't remember. Let's go there. Let's go to Jeremiah 1 5. <laughs> for I formed you in the womb, I knew you before you were born. I sanctified you. I handpicked you. I ordained you to be a fill in the blank prophet to the nation. Now, Jeremiah was a prophet. Everybody not picked to be a prophet. You fill in the blank. But he, he picked you to do something. Somebody say amen. Do you have faith for your assignment though? Do you believe? Do you believe? So last week, going back, remember we talked about you got to believe in the creator, right? You got to believe that he knew what he was doing when he handpicked you, right? Number two, you got to believe in what he put on the inside of you. And remember, we're not dealing with the one that, that buried the one. We're not talking about him no more right now. We're talking about the ones that produce. Let's talk about faith for the assignment. Jasmine, how you take nothing and build something? You do it by faith. Somebody say amen. So let's look at it. He gave it to them several, to their several ability. And then immediately he took his journey. So he left. Jesus left, right? Okay, so this is implicating what he did for the church, and he left. And he does it to each and every one of us. All right, so listen to what he says. He that received five went and traded with the same. Now let's talk about what he did. Trade. Ergomazome is the Greek word. All right, so let's write the first word down for trade. The first word that we write down is toil. Toil. Work, my brother, seems to be a bad word in the church. Nobody in the church wants to work. Now, everybody in the world would tell you, you can achieve your dreams if you're willing to do what? Work hard. They all say that. Saints people, Cassie, are willing to work hard. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Puff that. We body body. Master P. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. They, they put work ethic in their slogans. The people of God is waiting on the Lord. passage the reward waiting on the Lord the person that waited on the Lord and didn't do nothing was cast in the out of darkness should the church have a work ethic right y'all listen to me I mean you know even in the wilderness God provided the manna well, you, you still had to go out and scoop it up. 
People in church call that work. That's works. We under grace. We shouldn't do nothing. That's works. Man, God prepared the bread, did everything, put it out of heaven. Can you get your rusty dusty up and go pick it up? Don't want to do nothing. Feed it to me, Lord. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. He's not going to feed you. He's not going to feed you. Come on, somebody. He sent it to you. Can you go out, Courtney, and pick it up off the ground? Let, let me help us out with the work. Let's go over there. I'm off the chain today, man. Y'all don't pray for me, and I'm I'm back. Tell somebody I'm back. From my back, I'm back. Y'all shouldn't pray for me. <laughs> Matthew 12. Playing with y'all tonight. Yeah. See, I'm sorry, Matthew 11, 28. So, so I want you to see this, y'all. Matthew 11, 28, guys. If you can get it. So, y'all, listen, 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 listen. Okay. There is toil, there is work in the kingdom. We're going to be just for our works. But it's not toilsome like the world. Do you understand what I'm saying? We do it through faith. But if you're looking for something with no exertion, you're in the wrong kingdom. I mean, you're going to have to do something. You see what I'm saying? This is not the do-nothing crew. Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden. I will give you, what is that? But look at 29. He, he, he brings a balance to it. He says, take my... And learn from me. Yoke. Yoke. Do y'all know? Y'all know which animals have yokes? Oxen. Do you know what they're called? Work animals. <laughs> you don't need a yoke if you're not working. Hello? Yeah. Hippopotamuses don't have yokes. They just lay around in the mud. Pigs don't have yokes. Right? Is flop around in the mud and eat. Right? Oxes are work animals. Now, this is what he says. My yoke, take my yoke upon me and learn me. Find meek and lowly in heart, and you'll find rest for your weary souls. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Is there a yoke? Yes or no? Is there a burden? There is a burden. See, people want to come to church and have no, 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 nothing. Just come here to work and go. Why? Did you say that on your job? Did you tell them that in the interview? Why should we hire you? Well, because I, I just, I'm a person that like any responsibility. I don't like any heavy lifting. Did, did you say that to, you, to the people that heard you? No. So why do we do that to God? 
Huh? When you wanted to get picked for the team, what did you try to do to impress the coach? Out, W word, bad word in the church, I'll work the next guy for the position. Right? When you're on your job trying to get a promotion, what are you trying to do? Out. Ooh, Beep. I need to bleep that word out. That's cuss word in church. Out. Oh, okay. So, the oxen is a work animal, but Jesus says, compared to anything on the world, right? My yoke is easy and my burden is light. When I make you rich, I add no sorrow to it. You know, there's people working in this industry all, all year and, and, and they, get, they get paid a lot of money because it's risky. Then they end up with mesothelioma or something because of the chemicals that they've been exposed to all them years. Yeah, they got rich, but they had sorrow. People in R&B, they got rich. They went and used to have sorrow. She died. Her daughter died the same day. The, 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 the dude that she raised with her son in the same house died. Same stuff. Did they have sorrow? Nothing but. Bubba Brown ain't seen nothing but sorrow. Funeral after funeral. Hello? So he says, my burden is easy. But I do have a burden. My yoke is easy. I do have one for you. And my burden is. So what do oxen do? They carry loads. Right? Heavy load. I got rid of my heavy load. On a Monday. On a Monday. Y'all remember that song? Yeah. But, but he didn't get rid of heavy load for no load. Everybody has an assignment. All right, so let's see what this man did. Okay, so first of all, he traded. Everybody say he traded. Okay, traded is, so I'm, I'm, I'm just going to unpack all these words. What did he do? He did talk. He did some work now. Come on. He did the work. Okay, okay, so y'all don't like the word talk? Can, can, we, can we make it plain? A task. Can you do a task for God? What task are you willing to do? Occupation. It took, in effect, to be engaged with. Woo! Here's another bad word in the church. C word. What do y'all think that might be? Commit. What are you committed to do? What are you committed to do? There are people in this church, y'all, and we say we having it, they're they going to be here. I can call their names out. They're going to be here because they committed. They're committed. Are you committed to anything for God? Here's what I want to ask you. If you're not committed to anything for God, are you committed to anything for anybody else? Because if you're more committed to anything else than God, then that other thing is your God. I'm just asking the question. 
Are you willing to commit to something for God? Are you willing to be consistent? Are you willing to do it three times in a row without complaining, without feeling like you did God a favor? They better be glad I'm here. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just reading. This, this, if you, look, you can look at my, I'm not making these words up. This is what the Greek, the actual Greek word trade means. All right? He, and so I'm, I'm just unpacking it so you understand it. Committed. To, committed to do. To labor for. To minister about. Mm. To, to raw something. Work something. To minister about. To forbear working. To labor. To commit. To work. Labor. Do work. To trade. To make gains by trading. Doing business. To do, to work out, to exercise, perform, commit, the cause to exist from nothing, to produce, to work for, to earn by working, to acquire. Do you work for Jesus? I want to ask you, how many employees do we have here, for real, that you can say, these people work for these people produce something out of nothing. Y'all, there is hardly nothing in America harder to do than to start a church. Good God of mine. And you can ask anybody close to me, like, man, not me, God. No, Lord. Mm-mm. I love being you, Pastor. You know why? Because you don't, don't generally lie to you. You're not hypocritical. If you get them saved and get them excited, they're going to do what you tell them to do. You're not going to have to preach 50 sermons before they move a half an inch. I love you, Spirit. And I was good at it. I said, God, no, no, no. Now he said, I want you to create something out of nothing. So now we got a culture out of nothing, right? We got people out of nothing. We got a movement out of nothing. Kingdom Radio, oh, God, out of nothing, right? All the things that came out of nothing, just nothing. Hello? Wayne Dana Main came out of nothing. Courtney had that word on Friday night. It's true. And I don't know if, how many of y'all caught that. He said, all of us in here are what? P word. Didn't listen. Y'all, get that, write it down. Identify. That's who you are. You're a pioneer. You are pioneering something. Pioneers create something out of nothing. My neighborhood is pretty new, right? And if you get to a new neighborhood, even if you got a car with new GPS on it, you know what show up on your GPS when you drive in that neighborhood? Nothing. <laughs> it just looked green. <laughs> That's what it was before a housing development company came through. Created roads, created houses and trees, tree lines and stuff. Huh? How many of you ever had an old GPS driving into somewhere new and it wasn't on the map? Right. Somebody pioneered something. And y'all, this is the difference between us and the world. This, this is the difference. The church is so much trying to be like the world. Right? 
When the world ain't got nothing, nothing new, all they got is leftover stuff from the church. That's why they got to get their people from the church. What a nod to Fred Hammond and Commission when Jodeci and Boys to Men sung their licks and did all that. Only for them to turn around and want to be like Boys to Men and Jodeci. Like, yo, do, do we get this? We're the innovators. Come on, somebody. We're the creators. Come on. We, we ought to have fresh stuff. We ought to be writing songs every Sunday. Out of nothing. Instead of going to the world, trying to listen to their beats. Oh, man, let's get that trap beat. Do you know what trap music is? You know what trap is? You know what a trap house is? Anybody know what it is? What does trap house mean? It's drugs. It's a crack house. So why do the church want to play trap music? Why is that trap Christian rap? It makes no sense. Christian screw music. Why do they create screw? Because when they drunk scissor and got real high, they can still listen to the music. We don't need Christian screw music. No, we ought to be able to create from nothing. Fix tape out there, that was unique. We're not copying off of something Kirk Franklin is doing. Come on, somebody. But if you get out there, they're going to copy off of us. I was the first person to write a book called Waiting Day to Make. Look, find one before mine. Find one with find one that was uh, dated before mine. Anywhere on Amazon. But you can find a whole lot of Waiting Day to Mains after mine. Whole lot of them. Miles Monroe, five, six years later, wrote Waiting to Day. Y'all, and that's okay. I don't care. But what I'm saying is, we ought to be the innovators. We ought to be able to create something out of nothing. Do you have faith for your son? Come on, somebody. We ought to be able to raise up churches where there were none. Come on, somebody. We ought to be able to uh, uh, create radio stations and television venues and all kind of different creative stuff that the world never seen before. And they come like, man, look at what they're doing. How, where did you get it from? I got it from God because I believed in the creator and I believed in what the creator put in me. Somebody ought to give God a shot on that. Do you believe though? Huh? We talked about it last week. You gotta you gotta believe in yourself a little bit. Do you believe in yourself? I'm gonna say it again. I, I, I want somebody to. Some of y'all need to come on social media for about six months or forever, so you can get to yourself. Get back to yourself, not the self you want everybody to see and be. Because you on social media, it feel like you're doing something, but you ain't doing nothing. Cause social media ain't nothing. It's it's impulse, it's digital impulses on the screen. It ain't even a place. I was on so you wasn't on nothing. Cause it's nowhere. They kicked me off Facebook. They didn't kick you off of nowhere. Cause Facebook is nothing. Why don't you actually go do something? Hello? Yeah, let's go to Hebrews 11. Do you have faith for your son? He did business. 
He traded with the same. And he made, he created, listen, he created five more talents out of nothing. Y'all, he took, now he took the goods that God gave him. I want you to see yourself in a room, Indian style. You and God and his goods that he gave you on the inside of you. So it's really you and God. Because the goods he gave you is on the inside of you. It's you and God. If it was you and God, could you create? Or anything else? You and God and what he gave you? <laughs> I'm all letting my daughter see, you know, God gave her for, and I just go in her room. And every other month, it's more pictures, more creating out of nothing. More stuff she done drew, more stuff she done done. Got some sculpting stuff. Girl, what in the world? Just out of nothing. You, God, and what he gave you. Can you create? Can you produce? Not for yourself, for the kingdom. Somebody say amen. All right, so let's go to... uh, uh, let's go to Mark 11 first, 11, 23. So he says, have faith in God, have the faith of God. For truly I say to you, whoever says, 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 says to the mountain. Back to Jodeci. He was telling the story. He said, man, before we ever got a deal, anything, we were saying when we went our first grant, nobody even knew it. He said, we said it in the affirmative. The world does it. The devil has taught this principle to, to his people, and the church don't get it. The church don't get it. Y'all, stop talking impossibility. Talk, talk about if I can ever get my, get it off the ground. If I if I can do this, then this will happen. If I, no, no, no. Start speaking what you want to happen when I get married. Not if I am, if somebody comes. No, when, 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 when we move into our house, when we get moving to our new church. When? But we've got to be, stop being so, so fickle, right? Whosoever should say unto this mountain, this is the faith of God. This is the God kind of faith. How did God create? How did God create? Right. Now, before you get to saying, this is the unspoken, because he goes on and says, and shall not doubt in his heart. Why is there a B in the word doubt? Why is there a B in the word doubt? Why is there a B in the word doubt? Double. That's his root word. It's double. Double thoughts. So this is clear. And write this down. Make a decision before you start believing to do something. Decide the end. From the beginning. Don't say. If I can do this. There is no if. There is no if. Yoda said. (laughs) In Star Wars. Either do. Or no do. There is no try. Make up your mind. And some of y'all, your mind is not healthy. 
because you think too many thoughts in so many different directions. Make a quality, resolute decision. A lot of single women, especially older ones, they get mad at me. Well, do you want to get married? Well, I don't Okay. You like men? You want a man? What, what you doing? Make up, make up your mind. You got to make up your mind. Why are so many people in limbo? Because they have not made their mind up. Waiting on God. That's what they say. You're not waiting on God. God's waiting on you to make a, he said the God kind of faith. Have faith in God. The correct translation is have the faith from God, the faith of God, or better said, the God kind of faith, and he shows us what to do. For whosoever, for better I say, whosoever shall send to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and does not have a double mind, has made a resolute decision. Do not go back on your decision. So here's the clue, my brother. And I learned this from Ken Hagen. And I don't, I don't always remember to do that. But he said, don't pray immediately about stuff. Don't pray immediately. Decide what you want. I want to buy a house. Do you want ranch style? You want two-story? You want a townhome? You want condominium? You don't want to touch a yard ever? Okay. Probably want a townhome condominium. I'm getting old. You believe it for brittle bones and you don't want to climb stairs? You probably want to rent stop. Or you got older parents, you're going to be housing. But you need to make a decision. Everybody say, make a decision first. This is what happened to that dude that we say we're not going to talk about. The one that got punished. But he didn't make a decision what he was doing. That was the real thing. He was lazy and he was indecisive. So many Christians are indecisive about their life. And y'all, your life is ticking away. The days off the calendar is going like that. When are you going to decide to do what God has called you to do, what God has given you the aptitude and the talent to do? So many people sitting there with talents, untapped, unused, know the church would, could need you on the radio or whatever. Why? Why do we do that? So you got to make a decision. Why? Go over to um, James. And y'all, we're going to look at some of these scriptures over and over and over until we start doing them. Because see, James said, you can sit here and hear and say amen and be a hearer and not a doer. You're deceiving yourself. And I'm going to help you stop deceiving yourself. Because you're not doing nothing on Facebook arguing people about some vaccines. That ain't nothing. Whatever, yo. Get off and go do something. Somebody say amen. Verse 6, James 1 and 6. But let him ask in what? Without wavering. He got to make a decision. For that wavers are like a wave of the sea. Some of y'all, oh, up and down, up and down. Up and down. Far and wide, far and wide, up and down.
coastal Christians like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and talk. Something come, and don't do this either. Make a decision, and then mama, see my mama, man, she taught me this. Make a decision, and then when you start off, if you get contrary winds, don't go. Oh, I must not should do it, because I got an option. Have you ever heard of Satan? Okay. No, when I made my mind up, I'm going to get my bachelor's at 40, whatever she was. We're going to do it. And we're not going to stop. And then three years later, I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and get my master's. I'm going to do it. He knows hard. I want to quit, right, Mom? Yeah. I'm going to do it because I make a resolute decision. She had some stuff happening, health changes come up during that time. It didn't matter. I made a decision. Do you have the ability to make a decision? Some of y'all don't make a decision. You can't even decide what to eat without changing your mind five times. I mean, really, y'all, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, manage your mind. Your mind is your servant. But your mind is managing some of y'all. Whatever the devil put in your brain, you do it, you say it, you feel it. No. No. And I told everybody today, I told my daughter, I said, the devil don't do what? Stop nothing. He ain't stopping nothing. I don't care how I feel. Hello? I saw my mind cast it. I'm going to be up here teaching tonight, though. Somebody say amen. Because he don't stop nothing. I made a decision. And my feelings caught up with my decision. Somebody say amen. If you live for your feelings, every little whimsical thought, y'all, you're not going to do nothing for God. You have to be able to make a decision. And y'all, don't start trying to practice on big stuff. Why don't you practice on little stuff? Where you want to go? McDonald's. Wait a minute. Burger King got the Whoppers on sale, though. So we go to Burger Okay, we go. Wait a minute. But when I ain't very can't get gas, let's go back to McDonald's. Let's go back to McDonald's. That's all right. Wait a minute. I don't want McDonald's. I want to break it. That's Chick-fil-A right there. Y'all, I'm telling you, don't do that. Do it really matter? If you say McDonald's, can you stick with it? Make your mind stick with it. Make your mind settle down and make a decision. I'm talking about the little bitty decisions of life. Because if you can't make a decision on little stuff, when you get the big stuff... Forget it. And just because somebody don't like it or it don't feel right, whatever. Man, make up your mind. And then if it's something big enough where you need to hear God, hear God, go pray before you make the decision. Ain't no sense of getting to the wedding day with your wedding dress on. I'm talking about God now. Is he, is he the one though for real? No, you should have already been doing that. Everybody say first things first. Make a decision. And get good with resolute decisions in your everyday. Now, y'all, this is me. And this is the Bible. It's going to help you. Jesus said, let your... Wait, 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 wait. Let your what? 
Let your yes be yes. You hem yourself in by your yes. If you said it, bind yourself to it. Become one with your word. That's going to build your faith. Do not give yourself the option to change your mind. You change your mind while it's in your mind. But if it come out your mouth, there is no changing. And you got to do that to yourself. Y'all, that's how you build faith for your assignment. If it come out of your mouth, I'm doing it. There's no more trying to figure out. Am I going, are you coming back tomorrow at 5 tonight to church? Yeah, I'm coming to be back. Jasmine, start pouring down rain and you come from spring. Are you still coming? I was coming. To I mean, you know, if it's hurricane, I get something. We're going to cancel. But it's just, it's just pouring down. Do it pour down when you go to work sometimes? Yeah. Do you still go to work? Yeah, but that's enough for Christians to start. Man, am I still going? Did you say you was going though? What did you say you was going to do? Hello? Listen to me, y'all. Your life will become so much more simple and so much more peaceful. I'm telling you, and I'm talking specifically to a lot of females in here. I know that's how the female brain works. I know it's how it works. I know it. I know it. But, y'all, I'm telling you, in, 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 in Christ, there is no male or female. So there are rules for faith. And if you're a wavering person, faith won't work for you. Look what it says. It says, but let him ask in faith, not waiting. For he that waves like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed to and fro by any little thing that comes along, let not that man, right? And it's not talking about gender. Women are men with a womb, right? The womb man. That's what a woman, that's what that's why I call a woman. But let not that man think that they will receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in what? McDonald's or Burger King. In all your see what I'm saying? In all your ways, you gotta get resolute. Not just, uh, just on church stuff. No. No, did you say you was going to take your, your sister? <laughs> How many times we've had that conversation? Did you say that you was going to do it? Well, yeah. Okay, then you got to do it. Come on, brother. That's how you make a man out of a boy. Hold him to his word. Are you a person of your word? Or do you change your mind? Whenever you want to. And there's something in there called, I can change my mind if I want to. Where, where did that come from? I got to change my mind. You do. When you're not a servant of God. Okay. So let me, let me, let me, let me. So I know. Pastor, you got to show me that scripture. Okay, if I show it, if I show it to you in the scripture, have you already... Predecided that you're not gonna do it no more. 
Don't hear the scripture and then try to decide whether you're not. Go ahead and decide now. If I can show you in the scripture, will you stop doing it? One yes. Oh, God. I'm in a rough crowd. Told you I shouldn't have prayed for me then. Mm-mm. Let's go to Psalms 15 and 4. Y'all put it in the King James. I'm going to read it from the Amplified. Mm-mm-mm. Let's talk about this. This is good. This is how you're going to be blessed. Can we go? Can we go to fifteen and one? Let's let's just start at verse four. The Lord, Lord, who shall dwell in your tabernacle? Who shall live in your presence? This is what he's saying. Who will dwell permanently in heaven on your holy hill? Listen to that. He starts to tell us who, who Christians are. Who's going to be with God? All right, how many of y'all want to be with God? All right. Look at verse two. So God answers David. He who walks and lives uprightly and blamelessly. Go to the Amplified. Go to the Amplified. He who walks and lives uprightly and blamelessly. Who works. There that W word is again. Who works rightness and justice and speaks and thinks the truth in his heart. He who does not slander with his tongue nor does evil to his friend nor takes up a reproach against his neighbor, in whose eyes a vile person is despised. That means evil person don't like you because you stand for right. Vile people, dirty people, they they can't get with you. Right? But he who honors those who fear the Lord who revere and worship. Here we go. Here's the scripture. He who swears to his own hurt and does not change. That means if something comes out of your mouth, Mr. Israel, even if it hurts you, I need Minister Israel to translate for me today. If you said it, even if it hurts you, he that swears to his own hurt and does not change. How many of you have been here long enough to hear me talk about how my house in Charlotte appreciated over $100,000? Anybody heard that? That house is worth $180,000. When I sold it to a person who is an illegal, not a citizen yet. But under the U.S. law, they can purchase houses. I sold it to them for seventy thousand, Alondra, on the contract. Now, Courtney, there's all kind of loopholes that I can use to get out of this contract and sell it for a higher price. Y'all, one hundred and eighty thousand. 
we had in the praise, we paid the praise to go out. And it appraised at 180000 It appreciated over, over $100,000 in two years. You know what I'm selling it to them for? $70,000. Peter swears to his own hurt. You think that hurt? Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Dude can't speak English too good? I... I, I, can, I can get out of it. He's not even legal. I can get out of it if I want to. Me and the lawyer, get a lawyer cut, I can get out of it. But I swear to my own hurt, mom. I told him that's what I sell it to him. So I'm going to lose $110,000 because I said I would. I don't have the option. I don't have the option. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? How am I going to get out? I'm not thinking that. But watch God bless me, Israel, because I kept my word. He that swears to his own hurt, if it hurts you and you made the promise, you keep it. That's how you build faith, number one, in your words, in yourself. You got to believe in yourself, right? You, 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 you got to. You got to. Remember we was talking about mentorship lesson number one? Always keep your word. It's so quiet in here. I know I'm on something right now. Come on, everybody close your eyes and say, Father, forgive me for times when I flippantly changed my mind and did not keep my word. People were depending on me. You were depending on me. And I changed my mind. Lord, help me to keep my word. Because if I keep my word, I'm keeping your word. Because the Bible says, listen, he who speaks and changes not. Go back up. Yeah, he who swears to his own heart and doesn't change. Who's going to be on the holy hill with Jesus? Those that <laughs> swear they don't hurt, don't change. So, so then what, what should we do? The Bible says put a muzzle on your what? On your mouth. Stop talking so much. Stop saying so much stuff. And now, don't go into the non-committal. Well, that's why I'm committing that guy. No, 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 no. No, make a decision though. But when you say it, we can take it to the bank. We can count on it. Somebody said, y'all, do you know that's what a Christian used to be? If a Christian says something, y'all, you can take it to the bank. The world of musicians. Oh, Bro, you going to be like, yeah, yeah. Don't show up like bro. No character, man. Got all this talent. That's why I don't go nowhere. Because they don't have no character. I'm just using secular people so you can understand. Uh, so in the same week, you know, God's just showing me all this stuff. And I, I flow with him. I'm not religious. I, 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 I listen to 
secular stuff or secular people story if the Lord lead me, and he did. So somebody was talking about Eminem. You know, Eminem, the white guy that raps. <laughs> so you know, he's in the black rap world. They say Eminem, when he goes to the studio, he shows up at 9 o'clock every morning. He takes an hour lunch at 12. He works till 5 o'clock like it's a real job. And at 5, if he in the middle of a verse, he, bro, I'll be back tomorrow. Nah, no. Now y'all know black musicians don't work like that. Smoke weed all night, get up late, come in the studio at 4, 5 o'clock. 4, 5 o'clock, Eminem been there since 9. Wonder why he's so self. They call him the greatest rapper ever in the secular world because he put the work in and he keeps his word. He's just like, man, we wasn't ready for that. Like, dang, Eminem. Took a white rapper to bring some structure. I'm saying, what if the church is known for that? For that kind of work ethic? For that kind of excellence? For that kind of, like, man, man, when they said, man, when they said they were going to be there, I mean, they, that dude was there. He just swears to his own hurt and changes not. Now, what is that going to do? That's going to build your faith, right? Because he that wavers like a wave of sea, driven to win the toss, let not that person think they should receive anything of the Lord. That's why you're, so, you're in the twilight zone of life. That's why. You won't make a decision. You won't say this or that. You feel good. You go back and forth. And say in all your ways, you do it in everything you do. Across all settings, you do the same thing. So everybody say, I got to stop that. Now let's go back to Mark 11. Mark 11 says this. Remember, and we can keep emphasizing this. But believes that what he says will come to pass. You got to believe what you say. Not just what God said. God said this, that if you'll say to the mountain and don't doubt in your heart and believe what you say shall come to pass. So in believing what you say, you are believing what God said. Because God said if you believe what you said, it will come to pass. So you got to believe what God said and you got to believe what you said. And make your words one with what God said. God said you can have it, you can have it. If it's part of the blessing, you can have it. If he told you you could do it, you could do it. Somebody say amen. Now make a resolution sin about what you want. What are you going to do? You're going to write a book? Then write it. Why do you keep talking about you're going to write it? I'm finna write it. Loving thing by writing it. Write the book. And you know, you know who got me on that, Courtney? Not a brother. Because brothers is always the fitting the fitting the people. But you find the right black sister, they be about it, man. They be about it. I'll never forget her name. Her name was Tasha Terry. I worked with her over summer in the summer project. You remember Tasha Ted? Yeah. And she had a book out, a poem. And I was talking about waiting day to me. Yeah, I'm working. I'm trying to give him a book. I'm going to give him a book. She said, and she walked up to me. Y'all, and I'm not, a, I'm not an easily offended person like some of y'all. 
And she's like, um, excuse me, sir. I'm, I'm tired of hearing you talk about this book. You gonna write the book? Why don't you do it? Why don't you do it already? Get tired of people, black men, always talking about what they finna do. Why don't you do it? It's easy. I did it. You did it? Yeah, here, here's my book. Buy it. I bought it. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to be married to her, but hey, she inspired me. Got that book finished in six months. Yeah, make a decision. And start singing. What are you going to do for the king? What are you going to do? 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 I just want to play some women to get me started. I just want to rest in the house. Years, 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 sensation. I got on, I said, come on. How old are you now? I did. And she told me, you know, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I said, well, you going to do it when you said me? What, what, when, when is the time? No, okay. You can do it. Do it. single women out there in the twilight zone. Do you want to be married? What you doing? I don't need no man. Somebody will be nice. Hey, what you doing? Do you want to be married? You don't want to be. Where's that Casey saying? I don't forget who it was. I do forget who it was. Well, I was going down the line. I was going down the line. Lay hand. And I said, you got to make a decision. I didn't get ready to get married. Somebody say amen. You got to make a decision. So let's decide tonight. Number one, I've been called. I'm a servant of God. That means I can't tell them no. Servants don't say no. Servants don't say wait. Anytime somebody told Jesus wait or I got to come... Jesus was like deuces for you. You don't even know the son of man just came and asked you something. It's a privilege. It's an honor and a privilege to be asked to do anything by God or by the man of God. Sometimes he uses the man of God or the woman of God or your life group leader. Hello? It's an honor and a privilege. No, wait, give me a minute. Mm-mm. You decide, I'm a servant of God. You decide, God knew what he was doing when he created you. He knew knew what he was doing when he put it in you. You decide that I'm going to believe in the creator. I'm going to believe in what he put in me. That's part of that is believing in me. Not the fleshy part of you, but the spiritual part of you. You got to believe in yourself and your ability. And then, mama, you got decisions to Right? You got to decide. Are you going back for your bachelor's? They're going to get you, man. What you going to do? How you going to do what God told you to do? What do you need to do to do it? Hello? Do you need another property lunch to do what God told you to do? Okay, well, let's go get it. Whatever you need, God got it for you if you'll believe it. 
Now, after you make all them decisions and all that stuff, then start singing. Start speaking. And don't change your word. Dr. Rogers reminded me of a message I preached. Because if you won't change your mind, God won't change it. I don't care where you come from. But I'm not a virgin. I don't deserve a virgin. I said, nah, I want a virgin though. No, I said, I didn't change my mind. Did not. Be resolute. Stop being double-minded. <laughs> I want to mix. But it could be white. Well, it could be black. I mean, well, she could be, I don't know. I want to look like Bro, make up your mind what you want. Hello? I knew what I want. I want somebody to kind of look like James Jackson. That's what I said. Think I got it. Just make up your mind. Could have got somebody to look like Haley Berry. I didn't want that. Hello, I knew Haley Berry chick. I was beating him off with a bat. No, I'm just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> My wife, chill, like what I'm talking about. I got what I wanted. I decided what I wanted. I didn't change my mind. Around the third, the third you hear me? I didn't change my mind. I tell single dudes all the time, Roy, you only get one, bro. You only get one. It'd it be a whole lot out there, too. I just look at Mexican chairs like, no, no, no. You only get one. Pick one. Make a decision. Hello? Uh, you get out there, it'd be so much. That you're, like, I don't know. Can't go take me away. No, make a decision. Make a decision. Somebody say amen. Is this good tonight? Yeah. yeah. So you got to make a decision before you start exerting faith. So if you don't make a decision, Jasmine, you don't have nothing to put your faith on. Right? I heard the good news. You put your faith on something. Yeah. You made a decision. Man, you're gonna buy a house west side of town. Well, I don't know. You got your you got your river going all over. Going to Missouri City, going to Clear Lake, going to look at Pearland, you're gonna look at Huntsville, Conroe. Hey man, can you figure out what you're doing? We can sell your house. We can't sell you all over town though. Hello, your money ain't that long yet, right? So you got to make a decision. Yes.